God is raising individuals. Uh, God is raising people. And one of the reasons that we must begin to give ourselves to prayer is because it seems as though the church is in a place where it's primarily functioning off of prophecy. And there's nothing wrong with prophecy, uh, but prophecy shows you the end. Uh, but it's prayer that creates the path. Uh, and so we have a lot of people that are prophesying and receiving prophecies, uh, but nobody really presses in to their future, presses into their destiny, presses into their call. That can only be done in the place of prayer. Come on, somebody say prayer. I need you to talk to me. Somebody say prayer. Someone say prayer. So you can receive all the prophetic words upon your head. Many of you, we thank God for the prophetic. Many of you have received so many words and you're wondering when it's going to manifest. You're wondering when it's going to come into fruition. I want to tell you, don't wonder when. Get on your knees. Get on the altar and begin to cry out to God. And if only you'll pray, you'll be surprised when you press into everything that God has for you. Yes. And we began to pray. And God began to tell me that the churches that are going to be filled in this next move are going to be houses of prayer. He says, my house shall be called a house of what? A house of what? He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Yes. So we must begin to pray. And so in dealing with prayer there are a few things that you must understand we're dealing with breakthrough for this conference there are certain levels in prayer that is necessary for you to break through and break into one of the issues is that we haven't been taught prayer the way that we're supposed to but the disciples of Jesus went to him and they said Lord teach us how to pray I want to tell you they saw him heal the sick they saw him cast out devils they saw him multiply food they saw him do all matters of wonders but at the end of it all they said Lord if there's one thing that we desire for you to teach us is how to pray because we have come to the understanding that it seems as though your prayer life is the foundation of everything you do in ministry is the foundation of everything you do in life and so if we just pursue those things in the natural will never really press into the fullness of what you have for us and so we must go to the river and we must learn how to pray yes and Jesus uh, oftentimes he would withdraw himself uh, to begin a prayer there would be some times where they would look for him uh, and he would be nowhere to be found because he had went to a mountain uh, there were certain tough decisions that he had to make uh, and before he made those decisions uh, he would labor in prayer the entire night uh, I want to tell you that God is raising individuals in this generation uh, that aren't just going to be satisfied with 5 and 10 uh, and 15 minutes of prayer but he's raising people that are going to begin to labor in prayer the entire night uh, because you see 5 and 10 and 15 minutes uh, it may be good enough for you uh, but it's not good enough for the kingdom uh, there's so much that God wants to do in our generation uh, and so we need people that are willing to, to lay hold to the horns of the altar and begin to cry out uh, and say God is not just about me uh, but you said seek ye first the kingdom of God uh, and his righteousness uh, and all these things shall be added the emphasis is the kingdom uh, the emphasis is the kingdom listen we began to pray this year we began to pray an hour a day every day in tongues uh, and I was surprised that many people began to come to me and say prophet uh, I've just been praying uh, and all we were doing was praying in tongues and praying for the kingdom uh, many people began to come to me and they said prophet uh, I just received this healing I've been praying for about two weeks with you I just received this deliverance uh, I just received this breakthrough in my finances uh, I just saw this door begin to open I just I'm seeing my family members get saved why they spent all of their years praying for themselves and they didn't get those testimonies is when they began to pray in the spirit and began to pray for the kingdom it seemed as though everything that was held up was now released unto them I want to tell you I don't know what's been held up in your life but if only you can give yourself to adequate prayer you'll see it being released to you I believe was apostle last night he said the Lord spoke to him and said there's a seed for you but I need
prayed to the war and he began to pray for two hours there are certain things that you need to pray for an hour for in order for you to get a breakthrough there are certain things that it may take two hours of travailing and groaning in the spirit there are certain things that you may have to shut yourself in your house and give yourself to God the entire day but the emphasis at the end of it all is that his kingdom would come and that his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven someone say prayer someone say prayer and so in dealing with prayer one of the first things that we have to break through is the flesh the flesh you see the truth is this many people don't enjoy prayer because they're still praying in the flesh they don't enjoy prayer because they haven't broken through the flesh you see and the funny thing about it is this most times when we finally break through the flesh that's when we end our prayers the moment we feel the anointing the moment we begin to cry the moment we feel the presence of God that's when we say okay I've, 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 I've hit the limit and I'm gonna go but I want to tell you that that's the moment that you want to begin to enter in you have to pray until the flesh holds you no longer longer you have to pray until the flesh holds you many of you pray and your thoughts are all over the place i want to teach you if you're praying and your mind is all over the place all of your prayer energy that moment is being given to merely breaking through the flesh yes you're praying you're still worrying about your emails you're still worrying about your to-do list. You're still worrying about who, who hasn't messaged you, who hasn't texted you back, who hasn't replied to you. You're still worrying about your bills. That is an indication that you're crowded by the flesh. And so when you begin to pray that moment, all you're doing is breaking through yourself. You're breaking through the flesh. You're breaking through your emotions. You're breaking through the natural man. I want to tell you why this is. The reason this is is this. Is because mankind, a human being, is a spirit, soul, and body. You've been given a spirit. You have a soul. Now, your soul gives you the opportunity to interact with the spirit realm and also the natural realm. And so what happens is that when you receive stimuli from the spiritual realm, it goes to your soul and your soul articulates it. That's the same way that you can hear the voice of God like you're hearing my voice. Yes, someone can touch you in the physical. You've received the physical stimuli and your soul has processed it. But also God... God can touch you in the realm of the spirit uh, and and that's why sometimes I'm sure I'm sure this has happened to some of you you hear the voice of God but it's like it's so quick yeah. you're like I know I just heard God's voice that is an indication that you have to train yourself uh, to better articulate the stimuli that comes from the realm of the spirit uh, you see the issue is this we spend the most of our day in the natural and in the flesh uh, and so because of that uh, our soul is more used to articulating natural stimuli uh, and that's why uh, when people tell you it doesn't matter how long you pray fast and worship listen don't listen to them uh, because you're spending your entire day in the natural so sometimes it'll take time uh, for you to begin to train yourself uh, to begin to learn the movings of the spirit uh, it takes time for you to begin to train your soul uh, to discern when God is moving uh, to discern how God is speaking to you to discern uh, whether you're praying in a tongues uh, that is a mystery or a tongues that God wants to interpret through you sometimes uh, I begin to give myself to prayer and my tongue will switch uh, and I'll know that this is a tongue that needs to be interpreted it comes with its own interpretation uh, but there are certain things in the spirit that you'll never learn until you begin to give yourself to prayer it's a journey someone say it's a journey it's a journey and it's one of the most exciting journeys that any individual can give themselves to yes and so because we're in the natural we have to spend adequate time in the spirit we have to spend adequate time in prayer we have to spend adequate time in the word of God so that we are not creatures of the flesh so that we are not individuals that our entire experience is based off of the natural there are many believers that they live 
life in trial and error, they'll try one thing and it doesn't work and they say it means that it wasn't God. It may not mean that it wasn't God. It may just mean that you did not go to the place of prayer to hear the voice of God. There are some individuals that say no answer is God's answer. I want to tell you that's not the truth because if God doesn't have an answer, you can pray to the place that he'll tell you himself that he doesn't have an answer and you don't have to be left guessing but all this comes when you begin to break through the flesh in the place of prayer and so that's why we pray for long yes that's why we pray for long and in the things of the spirit most times people they'll come to church and that's when they pray and they feel as though the moment they leave the church the spirit realm pauses for them I want to tell you that's not how things operate in the spirit. Yes, whether you're conscious or not, it doesn't matter. The spiritual realm is always moving. Something is always happening. Whether you're in the church or not, something is always happening. Whether you're in the presence of your bishop or not, something is always happening. Many people try to alter their attitude to please people that they serve. But I want to tell you, the people that you serve would be more pleased with you if you gave yourself to God even when they weren't watching. Yes. And so you have to let go of all distractions. As much as I'm preaching, I want you to begin to understand this. Uh, and so sometimes in the place of prayer, when you enter into prayer, you have to let go of distractions. If this is new to you, it may be a little difficult. Because when you begin to pray, the thoughts are going to come. Yes. Distractions are going to come. And so you have to train yourself on a regular basis to say, God, although these distractions are coming, I'm going to continue to put them to the side. I'm going to continue to put them to the side. And then you'll be surprised that you'll get to a place in prayer that maybe before it took 10 minutes before the distractions the distractions came as you train yourself in prayer you'll be able to go five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes an hour but it's progressive someone say progressive it's progressive one of the reasons that people can't pray for long is that because they don't train themselves yes you see there is no limit to how long you can pray as a believer there's no limit to how long you can pray in the spirit especially Yes, the only person, the only thing that limits the length of your prayer is you and your mind. If you said today, I'm going to pray for 10 hours, I'm telling you, you're going to pray for 10 hours. If you say, I'm going to give myself for five hours just praying in the spirit, you're going to be surprised that God is going to give you the grace to pray because you'll get to a place in the spirit where it's no longer just you. It's no longer just your effort. It's no longer just your own strength. You've pressed past the flesh and now you're dependent on the strength of the spirit. Oh God, sometimes we pray. Sometimes, you know, in the Bronx, we pray the first Friday of every month. We pray for 10 hours. We pray all night from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. and sometimes it seems so difficult and so the only solution is to let go of those thoughts let go stop watching the time and say Lord I'm just gonna give myself to you and you'll be surprised that it'll come to a point where you begin to mount up on wings like that of an eagle you're no longer praying with your own ability but there's a praying spirit that's helping you I remember the story of a man of God. He said he got back from a prayer pro a program, but he was too tired to pray. But he knew that prayer was something that he had to do. And so he got on his knees and he said, God, help me. God, help me. And all of a sudden, he saw a white light enter from the wall. And it entered on the inside of him. And by the time he came back to his senses, he had been praying for five hours. Listen, there are realms in prayer you get to where it's not just about you showing other people that you can pray uh, showing other people that you can bind and cast and loose uh, you get to a place in prayer where it's the spirit speaking through you uh, the bible says you know not how to pray as you ought to uh, you may be intelligent uh, you may be well articulated uh, but you have this infirmity and the infirmity is this uh, that uh, outside of the help of the spirit uh, you don't know how to pray as you ought to uh, and so you must learn to work with the spirit of god so you break through the flesh. Someone say the flesh. Uh, letting go of all distractions. Uh, and when you've come to that place now, uh, the second thing that you break through in the place of prayer is demonic activity.
ability. But we're not dealing with external first. We're dealing with internal demonic activity. Because some of you may be struggling with some things inside. I want to tell you that there is no bondage that is strong enough, that is so strong that prayer can't break. If you give yourself to prayer consistently, you'll see addictions begin to disappear. You'll see sicknesses become swallowed up. You'll see afflictions go away. You'll see all manners of torment that have been afflicting the life, your life. It begins to go simply because you broke through every internal demonic activity. That's why I said the people, they began to pray with us an hour in the spirit every day and it was the consistency. And they said, my God, all this demonic affliction is going. You see, that means that the issue wasn't the demon. The issue was their prayerlessness. You see, some people think the attack begins to happen when their finances are going to go down, the ministry goes down, your family. No, that's not when the attack started. The attack began when you lost your prayer life. It began because the Bible says if you fail in the day of adversity, then your strength is weak. That means we must continue to generate strength in the place of prayer. And so you give yourself to prayer until every demonic power begins to disappear. Listen, uh, if it's one thing the enemy fears, uh, it's a praying individual. If it's one thing, it doesn't matter what's going on in your home. Uh, it doesn't matter what's going on in your marriage, in your family. If it's one thing the enemy fears, uh, it's your prayers. Uh, and I'm not just talking about praying one or two times. Uh, I'm talking about every day, consistently. Consistently you're praying. Uh, consistently you're before the Lord. Uh, because the enemy, you see, let me teach you. There was a man, his father was a warlock. And he was being trained to be a warlock as well. And so his father told him, there are certain Christians that you don't want to mess with. He says, these are believers that number one, they pray consecutively through the day. So they have prayer watches. They may pray 30 minutes in the morning, an hour in the afternoon, 15 minutes as they're driving, so they're praying all throughout the day. His father said, these individuals, don't mess with them. He said, the second group of individuals that you don't want to touch are those that pray at midnight, those that pray at night. You see, it was Ian Bounds that said this. He said that a desire for God that cannot break the chains of sleep is a weak thing. And it'll do little for God after it's fully satisfied itself. One of the th reasons that we pray in the nighttime is because it's a sacrifice. We don't just do it because we want to seem deep and spooky. No, uh, because at the nighttime, you're, you're weak, you're weary, you're tired. Uh, and so you're forced to depend more on the spirit than yourself. Uh, come on. And also, the truth is, at the nighttime, that's when the day begins. Uh, and so a lot of the things that we see take place during the time where the sun is out, they've already been programmed at night in the darkness. Uh, because what happens in the dark it reveals itself uh, in the day. Uh, and so he said, the people that pray at night, uh, those are individuals that you want to stay away from. Uh, and he says, the last group of believers that you want to stay away from are those that pray for long. Uh, my God, that is one of my burdens. I want to really begin to teach and raise people that are able to pray for long in this generation. Uh, it reminds me of the testimony of William Seymour. He prayed, uh, he prayed five hours every day for five years. So we talk about the Azusa revival, but let's go back to the foundation. He prayed five hours every day for five years. And then his only prayer was to be anointed by the Spirit of God. And then the Spirit spoke to him and said, if I'm going to use you, add two more hours. And so he prayed seven hours a day for two more years before we began to see what we call the Azusa Street Revival. And so when individuals begin to pray for long, there's just something that's generated around you. It's like a fire. Sometimes you'll come out of a long prayer and you feel as if you're floating because now you've ascended in the realm of the spirit. I remember a man, he got out of a 40-day prayer and fast and he went to the airport. He went through the scanning machines and they said, stop, what's going on here? He said, I don't have anything on me. They said, who are you? Because we... 
when we scanned you it looked like there was fire all over you uh, come on uh, you can pray to the place uh, where things begin to happen in the natural because you give yourself to prayer for long someone say pray for long you pray for long and so in dealing with breaking through internal demonic activity that is the second thing you must break through as you begin to pray because when you begin to pray the enemy will begin to speak to you he'll give you every excuse to not pray some of you he'll begin to remind you of the things you did in the past he'll begin to remind you of all your past sins he'll begin to say things like oh you shouldn't even be praying you know what you did yesterday you shouldn't even be praying you've been praying for so much what's the fruit of it you should go out and do this and do that that is all internal demonic activity that must be broken through in the place of prayer come on it has to be broken through as you you see the thing about prayer is that it's a journey it's like you're journeying up the mountain of the lord uh, and so you break through that internal demonic activity maybe you're dealing with an affliction you're dealing with a, an addiction you're dealing with a demonic uh, contamination you're dealing you have all manners of dreams uh, you're dealing with things that are generational in your life these things can be broken through in the place of prayer but you have to pray consistently. You see, I love the move of deliverance, but it's a little bit dangerous at this moment because sometimes it seems as though it's teaching people to chase after men. But you see, we have to come back to a place where we understand our own authority in God. And when we understand that, we utilize that authority in the place of prayer. And so although someone may cast out the devil, it's necessary for you to generate incense in the place of prayer so that even when the enemy tries to come back, it will see that your, that your physical body is no longer compatible. You see, there are certain places where the enemy can't dwell. There are certain places it's too high hot it's like fire it's not comfortable there any longer and so it's forced to leave so you break through it i know a man of god he was praying so much that literally he saw in the room of the spirit a spirit jumped out of him and said goodbye he said your, your, your body is not comfortable for me any longer that was the power of his prayer life and so it doesn't matter god can give you grace to break through glory to god Yes, the next place you break through in the place of prayer is your own will. Someone say you break through your will. Come on, somebody say my will. You see, you have a will as an individual, but God also has a will for your life. But then the enemy also has a will for your life. And so in the place of prayer, you must get to where you're breaking through your will, where you're able to come before the Lord with humility and say, Lord, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. I know I want this at this moment, but it's not about what I want at this moment. It's about your will being expressed in my life. I know I want to manifest in this way, but it's not about it. It's about your will being and expressed in my life and I want to tell you the will of God and the kingdom of God can only be made manifest in the life of an individual and in a, in a territory by the prayers of the saints that's why Jesus said he said pray thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and so every individual that gets saved is as a result of someone's prayer somewhere you may never meet the person that prayed or you may never even meet the person you prayed for but because of your prayer something took place somewhere else I want to tell you the vehicle through which we see the will of God being expressed in your life in your family in your home in your finances in our generation is through the prayers of the saints and so we must pray and say God not my will but thy will be done you see this is important when we're dealing with spiritual warfare and prayer it's important that you're not just doing things because you want to because you get to a place in prayer and we're going to get there where you're no longer dealing with demons. You're now wrestling with princes. And in wrestling with princes, it's not about how articulate you are. It's not about the volume of your voice. It's not about any of these things. They look at your life. And so what princes do, they look at your life to see if there's anything they can use to discredit you. Listen, 
This is dealing with a higher level of warfare. We're going to get there. And so you have to pray that your will would come under the submission of the will of Jesus. This is so important that Jesus prayed this in the Garden of Gethsemane. He prayed this for three, he prayed this all night, actually. He prayed for an hour. He came back to his disciples and he said, could you not tarry with me but one hour? But the Bible says he went back a second time and he prayed the same prayer, not my will, but thy will be done. And the Bible says he came back to his disciples again and he saw them sleeping. But he went back a third, a third time and he prayed the same prayer, not my will, but thy will be done. And at the end of the prayer, it was time for him to be taken up. And so if Jesus himself, a man, 100% man, 100% God, someone who was born without sin and lived without sin, had to pray all night that his will would come under the submission of the will of the Father, how much more you and I, if he had to pray that he would receive a grace to fulfill his final assignment on the earth, how much more you and I, you see, by earthly standards, people would have said that he had a successful ministry. He healed the sick. He casted out devils. If it was today's age, he would have been able to raise a lot of funds. Amen. He would have had an earthly. He, he would have had a successful earthly ministry. But there was yet one thing that he came to earth to do, and in order for him to fulfill that assignment, his will had to be totally under the submission to the will of God. And so, you may be doing good and serving areas of your life in certain areas of your ministry but you may not know there's a greater purpose that God has for you there's a greater assignment for your life it's not just coming to church Sundays and Wednesdays and Thursdays no there's something greater that God wants you to press into to leave a mark in your generation but in order for you to do that you must give yourself to prayer and pray that it is not your will but it's the will of God Somebody say, not my will. will. Say, not my will. will. Yes. And so when you deal with your will, you deal with your ambition, you deal with your pride, you deal with everything that is contrary to the nature of God, you begin to now face external demonic activities. And when we deal with external demonic activities, they come in two forms. There is the familial, where we're dealing with things that are generational things that are in your household and so now when you give God rulership over your own life uh, God wants you to graduate into priesthood now and set him as king over your family you see this is where a lot of believers fail because they give God themselves uh, but they leave their houses uh, but there are certain things. There's a reason God put you in that family. There's a reason God put you in that home. It's not just to invite them to church. Sometimes there can be a spirit that's ruling over certain households. It's ruling over certain families. And so what God wants to do is to raise you up as an individual. To raise you up as a priest. So that you can bring all that demonic manifestation to an end. Come on. I'm prophesying to someone right now. That God would raise you up in your family uh, I don't I don't know what they've been addicted to uh, I don't know what they've been struggling with uh, I don't know what cycles have been prevailing in your home uh, but God wants to use you uh, he wants to raise you up uh, he wants to empower you as his son and as his priest uh, so that he can be given rulership over that household you see, because God is in the game of generations. Uh, and so when we commit our lineage unto God, uh, then, then people that are birthed now in the future, they come into the earth with an advantage. Uh, the same way certain individuals come into the earth with a disadvantage uh, because of the family and the blood they come through. Uh, God can use you to install generational blessings uh, so your posterity can come into this world uh, with an advantage. We're dealing with, fam- so in the place of prayer, and you see, in this place of prayer, familial, and then secondly, it's territorial, we're dealing with raising altars. Someone say altars. It's not just your, your everyday run-of-the-mill prayers. It's a prayer that is built on sacrifice. You see, altars are built by consistency and sacrifice. 
Those are the two things that build a spiritual altar. And so if you want to build an altar in your home, if you want to build an altar in your region, in your territory, then you must begin to raise individuals that are willing to give themselves to prayer, to pray without ceasing. If you want to build an altar in your home, many of you may be struggling with things in your family, in your marriage, with your children. The issue isn't just, you know, disciplining them and, and trying to drag them to church. The issue is the, the solution is to deal with what's at the root. It may be something that began before them. It may be something that began before you. It may be something, because let me tell you something, the enemy sees the stars of men. The moment someone is about to come into the earth, the enemy knows that this person is going to be a blessing to his or her generation and he'll do everything he can to shut it down. And so we come and we have our children and sometimes it seems as though they're a headache. It's as a result of the call of God upon their lives in this generation and so we don't just discipline them which is also necessary but we war with what's warring against them before they have their own voice to war we war for them before they're able to pray for themselves we pray for them and we say that it's God's will that will be done in their life and so you, you break through things that are familial yes just think about your, home, your own life. Think about your family. Things that are cycles from generation to generation to generation. And you're going to be surprised that God is willing to give you the ability to break it completely. And then when we're dealing with external demonic activity, we deal with things that are territorial. And so what happens is that God will begin to raise apostolic houses in certain territories that seem tough, that seem strong. Why? Because he wants to begin to dig a well in that city. He wants to begin to lay a foundation. He wants to begin to do something that's seemingly never been done or has been done many years ago and the wells have been clogged up. And so God will raise lamps. I call them lampstands. God will raise apostolic houses with a mandate to bring a blueprint from heaven to bring his glory into the earth. I want to tell you this, all sometimes we need in a city is one church of prayer. You'll be surprised that many other churches can be blessed because, the, because of one church in the region. They'll be surprised, they'll say we've never seen this level of glory in our church before. They don't know that it's because one church is there in the backside groaning and travailing and it's caused that church to become a landing strip for angels. It becomes the house of God and Jesus can now do business in the territory because a house has been instituted and they've given themselves to prayer. Come on. I'm not just preaching. I'm prophesying to this house as well. This house will be a landing zone for angels that God will do business in the territory through this house. I'm prophesying that God will release an apostolic mandate even as he has and he will give a greater level of blueprint to you that he will show you the things to pull down to break uh, to dismantle he'll show you the altars to dismantle and you will raise something greater you will raise people of prayer in your generation come on clap your hands for the lord god seeks and desires to raise an apostolic house yes because if you go to certain regions they struggle with certain things if you go to certain territories darkness has encroached the land you see, and sometimes it seems as though the church feels powerless and we want to just do things like the world. It's good to feed the hungry and, and visit houses. It's good to do those things in the natural, but there's also a, a, a responsibility in the spirit. You see, sometimes we forsake our spiritual responsibility because we want to see the fruit of our labor really quickly. But I want to challenge you that you can be praying and groaning and travailing not just for what God wants to do in the immediate, but what if you're praying for something that God wants to do in future generations? Uh, come on, what if you're praying? Uh, what if you're able to pray and leave something, leave a deposit in your territory, in your region uh, that angels can say is because uh, this apostle was here, that angels can say is because this individual was here, we, were re we received a mandate 
mandate to work in this territory. Uh, God may be causing you to pray uh, because of someone else that's yet down the line that has to find expression. Uh, oh God, I want to just break something off of somebody's mind uh, that is not always about you. It's not always about me. It's not always about what you want and what you need in the moment. Sometimes it's about God's will for the future. It's about what God wants to do in the age to come. Go over, God. Let me run through this. Uh, you see, and we deal with familial and territorial. And so sometimes when you're dealing with territorial warfare, as I said, it's building an altar. So it takes consistency. You may not need a lot of people. You just need a few people that are consistent and will give themselves to prayer. Come on. You need individuals that are willing to groan and travail. It reminds me of a story. There's a man of God. He began to lead his church on a, about a 100-day fast. And they were praying every day. In the middle of that fast, um, the principality of that region was struck by an angel. It was struck. And so the principality knew that if it, if it struck like that again, it's going to fall. And so what the principality did was to begin to send false visions to certain individuals in the church. And so they, get, they came and began to say that, oh, the pastor's wife is a witch. That was the vision that the principality was given to many people in that church. And so, but the apostle, he knew that it was territorial warfare. He said, don't worry about what you're seeing. What we're going through is, is, is not backlash, but it comes as a result of the business we're doing in the spirit. And so, unfortunately, some of the people left the church. Some people left the church, uh, but they continued to pray. It got to a place in their praying and fasting that God had used him to raise someone that was dead for four days. Yes. And when he did that, it was a sign, a wonder, and a miracle, and then revival broke out. You see, and the principality in that region was displaced. Now, what happened is this. Those people who were once praying with him in the church, but left the covering, many of them died. Yes. And so when we're dealing with a, a higher level of warfare, you have to be consistent and you have to be covered. That's why God sends apostolic houses and coverings. Glory to God. And so because they decided to pray, but they left eventually, things began to happen to them. And so when you're dealing with, with ter territorial warfare is as a result of what is able to be sustained. It's a game of longevity because the enemy will bring distractions. The enemy will bring doubt. He'll bring anything he can to stop you from praying. Oh my God. He'll bring anything he can to shut your mouth up. Some people, you tell them to pray and they, they can't even open their mouth. It's spiritual. The enemy has shut their mouth. They think they're too good to pray. Let me tell you, no one is too good to pray. You're not too handsome to pray. You're not too pretty to pray i don't care what you got on you i don't care what you're wearing it's your responsibility to give yourself to the altar the bible says that men are always to pray so as long as you are a man it's your duty to pray and if you don't pray that's an indication that you're giving yourself over to another nature and identity because you were created to have fellowship and intimacy with god yes Adam was the only being that God left his throne to walk with in the cool of the day. Uh, he was the only being. Uh, and so you are special in the eyes of God. You were created for fellowship. God wanted to look down on the earth and see a mere image of himself ruling and having dominion. Uh, and so we do ourselves a disservice, uh, a disservice uh, when we choose to keep our mouths closed. Yes, we do our families a disservice uh, when we choose to keep our mouths closed. Uh, we do our generation a disservice uh, when we choose to keep our mouths closed because uh, for some of you, a breakthrough in your region uh, is predicated upon your ability to make a sound. Uh, oh God, breakthrough in your household uh, is, a, is, is a product of your ability to shout. Uh, it's a product of, of your ability to make a noise. Come on, I just need someone to make a noise in this house. Uh, oh God, uh, you may have been silent before uh, 
but you won't be silent any longer you may have been silent in your generation those that came before you must have been silent may have been silent but you won't be silent any longer God will give you a shout he'll give you a cry he'll give you a voice many people may not hear your voice but heaven will hear your voice many people will ignore you but heaven will take notice of you many people will forget you but heaven will not forget your prayers I want to tell you that you can leave a legacy on this earth if you only hold on to the horns of the altar and groan and travail you can leave a legacy you can leave a, a legacy something that other people will walk upon something that other people will benefit from something that the region will take note of simply because you prayed they said Paul I know Jesus I know but who are you I want to tell you that God will give you an identity in the realm of the spirit because you chose to pray God will give you an identity because you chose to pray someone begin to lift up their voices in this place come on lift up your voice lift up your voice yes 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 God will give you praise you are getting ready to break through every demonic activity you are getting ready to break through every generational curse you are getting ready to break through every cycle that the enemy has put you in oh my god I heard somebody in the spirit they said I'm not qualified I just credit to sin I want to tell you this day the blood of Jesus will cover you if you choose to pray his blood has covered you he's made you blameless he's made you pure many people they're silent because of shame shame will not shut you up any longer shame will not keep you silent any longer somebody cry out somebody cry out somebody cry out in this place come on come on we're gonna lift your voice lift your voice lift your voice they're gonna lift your voice there are things that are getting ready to take place in the realm of the spirit if only you pray he said men are always to pray but never to paint if only you can pray you'll see the chains of many generations being broken if only you can pray God will take you from one level and he'll put you on another if only you can pray you receive a breaking through into your purpose into your destiny if only you can pray I need someone to groan I need someone to travail I see the spirit resting upon some individuals this day I may not have to touch you but there's an anointing in this house I just saw the heavens rendered open and I saw angels begin to move to and fro I saw an angel it came with fire in his wings oh God rest upon this house I saw an angel it came with fire it came with fire and the Lord says this day I will cause my fire to pour upon my sons and daughters like it's never done before the Lord says this day I will cause a fresh anointed a fresh anointed there's a horn of oil for you there's a horn of oil for you come on cry out cry out cry out some of you are the spirit of prayer is going to begin to rest upon you are oh out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water out of your belly out of your belly some of you are getting breakthrough I see deliverance taking place I see healing taking place it's all in the glory it's all in the glory come on keep crying keep crying Keep crying, keep crying, keep crying, keep crying. Hebede beko, masepende, rapaika, ropende bekoila. Yeto, 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 yeto. Come on, cry out. I saw God doing something in the foundation of people's lives. He was going down to the root. I don't know what's in your foundation, but God said this day, he's uprooting everything that's not like him. God said this day, he's pulling it out. He's pulling it out. He's pulling it out. Come on, I need someone to make a prophetic action. God is pulling it out. Everything that's been planted, I see witchcraft being uprooted. Oh, 
I see sorcery being uprooted. I see the power of death and hell and the grave being uprooted in someone's life. Oh, I saw a seed of sickness, a seed of infirmity. God says this day I'm pulling it out. There's something that's getting ready to come out from the ground and God will give you grace to flourish in this land. He will give you the grace to flourish in this territory. Come on, just pray, pray just a little more. Just a little. I came to stir you up. I came to activate your prayer life. I came that the spirit of prayer would rest upon you. The Bible says Elijah was a man like us. Yet he prayed. What will set you apart is not how you look. It's not how you sound. But it's your prayer life. If only, if only somebody cry out. Somebody cry out. Hey, 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 Yes, yes. Come on. The heavens are open. The heavens are open. The heavens are open. Pressing, pressing. The pool of the cider has been stirred. Somebody just happened. Somebody just happened to hop in the pool. Hop in the river. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, just cry out to God. I see the Spirit of God born upon some individuals at the count of three the presence is gonna rest upon some of you come on one two three take it take it this moment take it right now take it this second in the name of jesus christ yes 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 it's like there's a vortex in the middle of the room i pray for all of you yes 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 those of you right here around here just lift up your hands there's something for you i said receive it 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 in the name of jesus come on hey Come on, keep crying out, keep crying out, keep crying out. It's a groan, it's a groan, it's a groan. Out of your belly shall flow rivers, shall flow rivers, shall flow rivers, shall flow rivers. God said this day I'm causing rivers to flow out of you. You thought that certain things you could not break through, but God says I'm putting a, a prayer in you. I'm putting a shout in you that will cause you to break through. And God said those walls that held those before you captive, He's gonna cause you to break through. I saw a break through in your life a breakthrough in your finances a breakthrough in your emotional health and god says this day i cause the tormenting spirit that will torment to you in the days past to cease come on someone begin to shout someone begin to shout in this house hey, 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 hey. come on just pray just pray Let's keep that energy. Let's keep that tempo. Kepetos kebe, leni man kopore, zeko mendebe, zeko mende. Let the presence of God rest upon this area. I said, let the glory, the glory, the glory, in the name of Jesus. God says He's pulling you out of a place. I saw you stuck. God said you will be stuck no longer. I saw you stuck. God says He's pulling you out. He's bringing you out. I don't know what's held those before you. God says this day, as I lay my hand on you, there is freedom. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Come on, lift up your hands. I saw the breath of God getting ready to fall upon you. He said His breath will visit you as it did the valley of dry bones. And God said, 
says I'm receiving I'm releasing life I saw life I saw life I saw life there was a threat of death against you but God says you will live and not die I saw life receive it in the name of Jesus come on somebody begin to pray somebody pray somebody pray I saw horns of oils beginning to rest upon you upon the people of God this day men of God I saw a horn of oil that was sent from God to pour upon you God said it's a horn of new authority he said it's a horn of new power God said this day when you're gonna begin a prayer he said your prayers are not just gonna shift things in your local assembly he says he's causing you to pray to shift things in the entire nation where you came from God says he's putting an authority upon your prayer life an authority upon your words an authority upon your groans and travails and God says this day be mindful of how you speak be mindful of what you say because even your jokes are gonna be accounted for in the in, in the realm of eternity God says he's gonna take you serious I pray for you this day receive a fresh oil receive it receive it receive it live by by there's a groan in you man of God I saw young men being drawn to you there's a groan a groan that are attract men that are attract men I saw young men running from all, all corners of your nation oh they said let us come to this house and groan and travail receive it in the name of Jesus come on somebody pray in this house oh Yes, 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 yes. God is raising intercessors. He's raising watchmen. If, if while I was ministering or praying, you felt the presence of God upon you, I want you to just come out. I'm going to lay hands on you quickly. Quickly. After this, I'm going to pray for the sick. But if you felt the presence, if you felt the anointing, if you felt the power, just come out. There's something that God wants to place upon individuals. God is raising people as watchmen. You, I want you to come out as one in the red shirt. Come, God is... God is going to raise you up to be a watchman in your generation. I saw you like Habakkuk. God set you on a specific watch and he said, pray my son prayer. Pray my son prayer. Pray my son prayer. And as you began to pray, I saw acceleration begin to hit your feet. As you began to pray, I saw you running past, beginning to run through everything that hindered those before you. As you began to pray, I saw God giving you speed. God said, don't worry about times and seasons because times and seasons are in my hand if only you would begin a prayer someone just lift up your hands I declare over each and every one of you this day let an unction for intercession rest upon you as I lay my hands on you quickly let it be stirred up from your inner man let every demonic power that has held you down held you down let it be broken off of you completely in the name of Jesus receive it receive it receive it fire Fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Receive it. Echo penny. Echo in the baradoskin. Echo. Echo. Fire, fire, fire. Fire, fire. Fire, fire, fire. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. Oh, Petoya. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Oh, come on. There's a cry in you, woman of God. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Men are always to pray. Receive a grace to groan and travail like you've never done before. Hey, hey, hey. God is breaking generational curses in your family. God says by, by the reason of your cry, he's getting ready to change the status quo. I don't know what stigma has followed the women in your family, but God says I'm starting from you and I'm causing it to come to an end. I see a new identity being placed upon you and those in your house. Receive it. Hey, hey. Jesus, 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 
Jesus, Jesus. God is breaking the power of rejection. I said be free now in the name of Jesus Christ. He's not called you as an orphan, but he's called you to be accepted in the beloved. God told me to tell you that indeed you are accepted. Indeed you are accepted. Receive it. Oh my God. Jesus. Oh. Hey. We declare it upon you this day, woman of God. Fresh fire, 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 fresh fire upon you, upon you, upon you, upon you. This day, in the name of Jesus. Hey, hey! Someone say, hey, 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 hey! Someone make a sound, hey. Yes, you're letting the enemy know uh, that you are in the territory. You're letting the enemy know uh, that you've arrived on the scene. Uh, you're letting the enemy know uh, that they don't rule in this house any longer. They don't rule in your family any longer. Hey, 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 hey! Zakapa, loose! Now, in the name of Jesus, I break it off of you. Hey, kupune, masali kaba, hey, kapai. Maratoske, Kadinte Paikomo, be free, be free, be free. I pull you out of despair. Be free, be free. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. If I lay hands on you, you can go back to your seat unless you're under the anointing. for healing just raise your hand if you believe in God to heal a certain area of your body we were in prayer last night and I began to pray in the spirit yes and my wife said that she began to receive the interpretation of the tongues and she kept hearing miracle 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 who's in need of a miracle in their body someone just come up here real quick miracle we come against every spirit of sickness every spirit of infirmity every spirit of death every spirit of destruction every attack against your finances through your health I speak to your physical bodies this moment. Receive a touch from God. Receive a touch from heaven. Receive a touch from the Lord. Listen, the anointing is already upon her. God said miracle, miracle. He said miracle. He said miracle. Yes. I'm declaring you will suffer no longer. You will suffer no longer. Someone say miracle. Jesus, I cry out for your sons and daughters. Miracle, miracle. Miracle, miracle. Yes. there be a transformation in your health from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet before you leave this conference 
let there be an evident miracle an evident testimony a sign and a wonder that indeed the Lord is with you miracle he's not forgotten you says the spirit of God he's not forgotten you yes Lord the presence of God is on her it's on these people I declare healing to your bodies now in the name of Jesus miracle miracle Yes, God is opening wombs as well. I saw wombs being opened. We thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. to do me a favor as the spirit of God rests upon you you just leave her just stretch your hands to the apostle let's pray for him we need prayer we need prayer if you can pray in the spirit pray if you want to prophesy and declare upon him and his wife just do so Come on, pray. Pray. I saw God begin to build something. It was like a tower. It, it raised up from the ground. Pray that God would strengthen him. Pray that God would encourage him. Pray that God would empower him. Yes. Pray that God will strengthen him. Yes. I saw the Lord giving him strength this day. I saw the Lord giving him strength this day. Come on, pray, pray, pray. I don't want to just prophesy yet. Yes, Jesus. Over him and his household. There may be certain things he doesn't tell people. But God will help him many needs he may not bother you with but God would provide yes the vision is becoming clearer I saw the Lord begin to build something it was like multi-tiered and as one layer was built it was built through the help of individuals but as he got ready to build in the next layer God began to draw new faces new men God told me to tell you he's putting something magnetic upon you uh, that'll cause you to begin to attract those that are necessary for what he wants you to build in this generation. I saw you building a tower and it had many individuals that were blessed as a result of it. It was like a lighthouse uh, that many ships would use to find their location uh, as a result of its light. Uh, God says he's going to set you on a tower. He's going to cause you to be a light in this generation. Uh, oh, and I know the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are fewer. But God is causing the laborers that you need uh, to find themselves to you. Uh, he said you won't have to worry too much I see people skilled beginning to find their way to your organization and I saw dormant gifts in individuals that are already here being birthed, being birthed I saw you begin to cry because you saw what was in people before they saw it and it seems as though you were trying to push it out of them but a lot of them they, they didn't understand what you were trying to do but God says this day he's going to begin to put a voice, put a sound in your mouth that when you speak people will understand it's like a cry of authority a cry of authority that will draw people from the east from the north, from the south from the west, I prophesy it upon you this day in the name of Jesus Christ and I prophesy upon your wife as well I saw friendship I saw many people 
people will try to connect uh, in order to be nosy but God says this day he's opening the door to right relationships for you woman of God uh, he's opening the door to right friendships for you uh, woman of God uh, some people that you can pour your heart onto uh, and you won't be afraid of uh, them telling everybody I'm declaring upon this house uh, upon this family Lord God meet their needs uh, in the name of Jesus Christ I saw the Lord also providing a vehicle. I don't know if the church is in need of one or the house is in need of one, but I saw a vehicle being provided. I release it uh, by the grace of God in the name of Jesus. Uh, come on, someone clap for them. Uh, I declare over your life as well that whatsoever you need uh, would be given unto you uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We thank the Lord. Glory to God. I'm going to get out your way. I just want to take a quick offering. I want you to hold a seed. You see, money is spiritual. And oftentimes the issue of lack is warfare. So as you get your seed, I want you to stand up and we're going to just pray. We prayed this prayer and I saw God begin to open financial doors for individuals. We saw debts being paid off, hospital bills being disappearing we saw promotions how many of you would like a promotion would like increase in your salary I pray for you in the name of Jesus as you get your seat just stand up just begin to pray in the spirit I'm going to pray some prayers of warfare over your seed I'm declaring over you in the name of Jesus Christ that every spiritual power that has held down your seed to stop you from progressing in the land of the living. I'm declaring it to be broken in the name of Jesus. I'm speaking specifically to every spirit of poverty and lack. I declare it to be dismantled off of your life this moment in the mighty and the matchless name of Jesus. I'm speaking increase. I'm speaking promotion. I'm speaking a raise. I'm speaking an increase in your salary in the name of Jesus. Listen. I prophesied this one time on a Wednesday and by the time it was Sunday five people had testified that they got either a raise or a promotion I'm prophesying it over your life as well raises and promotions God would increase you financially so that you can be able to give and sow into the work of the Lord in the name of Jesus glory to God we have the information on the screen if you have cash you can bring it up give as you're led Lord God, before we call up the choir to come sing, and I, I release you. You know, I'm a newly married man, so I forgot something important. Glory to God. <laughs> Help me just honor my wife. We just got married. Come on. That's my sugar. I love her so much. We need help. Glory to God. So feel free to come and give. I'm done. Glory to God. Yes. Come and clap your hands for the Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's give God praise for prophet. Come on, let's give God praise for him. Let's give God praise for what he's accomplished in us, what he's continuing to accomplish through us. Come on, we can do better than that for that deposit. Come on, how many of you God is still downloading in your spirit? I saw as he was speaking what came down from heaven like an umbilical cord that was just feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding. And so we want to be sensitive to this moment. We want to be sensitive to this atmosphere. If there are some of you that need to stay and rest in this atmosphere, you are welcome to do that. But we just want to pray a prayer over prophet and over this time to seal what the Lord has done. And we want to make sure that you are back today at 1 p.m. Say 1 p.m. No second. 1.15. Thank you. See, Apostle gave you all a little bit more time to sit and reflect and receive. So 1.15, we'll be back here. Uh, ready to receive, ready to, uh, again, uh, mount uh, this moment, mount this time, and mount uh, the place that God has called us to, to hear Dr. Hakeem Collins and receive what the Lord has for us. Why don't you lift your hands in this place? Father, we thank you for the deposit that you have released from heaven. Father, we repent in this place where we have left our posts. 
father in any spaces where we have missed the calls to prayer and we command our souls our bodies our minds our spirits to align with what you have released in this place we repent and we say that we come back to the place to the post that you have called us to that what you have for our lives father to release into this time into this generation and even into the nations they will come to pass father we insulate this prophet in the name of jesus for everything that he has poured out and for everything that he has released father we thank you that he is covered by the blood we decree buckets and buckets and buckets over the blood i thank you for visitation and i thank you father for restoring everything that he has poured out in this time bless your people continue to minister to us and give us moments of visitation that we will be marked as we leave this place but not your presence bring us back at the appointed time to receive what you have for us we thank you for it all in jesus name and everybody said amen amen we'll see you at 115 amen